0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey there, it's time for some self care. Welcome to Self-Care Saturday. So today I want to talk about fear. Everyone has felt it in one way or another, some greater than others, and some more consistently. So there are definite drawbacks to fear. If you allow it, fear can keep you from trying anything new, um, taking risks, reaching for a dream. It can keep you from doing things that could improve your life and happiness. But there are also benefits to fear. Of course, the main benefit is keeping you safe. It is a primal instinct that was intended to keep us alive. But as anyone with anxiety knows, modern times can make this primal instinctual reflex go kind of haywire. And this benefit can become a drawback very easily. There are other positive benefits to fear. Um, It can be a good tool for growth. Sometimes fear can pinpoint problem areas and things that need to be addressed. I would say that until quite recently, I lived a very fear-based life. I can look back and see how it shaped my choices and my actions pretty much up to this point. Not every choice was to cower. I am incredibly stubborn when I want something, and I can hold my ground when I deem something worthy of the effort. Because it is an effort every time. Um, It is absolutely terrifying to try to stand up for myself and say what I want. Fun stuff. (laughs) Of course, there have been many times when fear thwarted something that I wanted as well. I stopped running for years after a scary interaction while I was out running. There were other reasons than that that prolonged the no running, but the reality was when the health stuff was fixed, the fear still remained. I also just started up uh, Taekwondo again after over a year off. And I have found that fear and taekwondo are pretty uh, tightly woven in my life. Fear initially drove me to taekwondo, and it also almost kept me from trying it. <laughs> I will never forget the feeling I had walking up to the building for the first class. I almost turned around and walked away because I was so scared. Um, but I went, and my first fear was tamed, and it was just the beginning I've been through some scary stuff over the years um, since I started Taekwondo, but it is the one thing that I have clung to throughout it all. My second goal was to learn enough to feel confident in my abilities to defend myself. This last year, I have found that I have that confidence now. Maybe it wouldn't go well if I had to defend myself, but I feel like I have a fighting chance and it has allowed me to get back to running. It's just incredible. Even so, when it came time to go back to class, I was apprehensive. Um, I kind of thought I would forgotten everything and would be back to square one. Um, I thought my uniform wouldn't fit, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I almost quit before I even went back. <laughs> I could have stopped. Um, I've gotten to high blue, and that is pretty good for a 40-year-old woman. I have a lot of other goals that I could be working on instead. Honestly, my feelings about going back have been very jumbled. It was making me anxious and fearful. So I meditated. Um, I would highly encourage that anytime you feel confusion about a decision and paralyzed about making it, just meditate. Your brain already knows what you want. I also journaled. And I realized what I want most out of all of my possible goals right now is a black belt. I've wanted one since I was a kid, and I am very close. I knew that if I was going to commit to going back to class, it had to be for my own reasons, and I needed to go in completely focused on that goal. And the thought of it made me happy and excited. For now, I've kind of dropped my other goals, and I am trying to focus just on getting my black belt. I know it's going to take a while. I would love to say that once I made that decision, my fear was completely gone, Um, but it wasn't entirely and still isn't. I think it's something that you just have to kind of deal with as it comes because it never fully goes away. I am glad that I went back to class. It is very interesting to go back with more confidence. Just in myself, I'm not, like, worried about anybody watching me or what other people are doing, I'm solely focused on just doing my thing. And I'm pretty confident that I can do everything that's being asked of me, which feels great. Anyway, so in case you can't tell, I'm kind of obsessed with the idea of fear. I really believe that it is the root of almost all negative emotions. And I don't love the word negative, but I'll use it here to make my point. My interest in fear kind of began right after my dad died. Grief is a wild animal, (laughs) and it brings everything to the surface. And for a while, I was drowning and lost and just looking for anything to hold on to. I was focused on weightlifting at the time, and I was listening to a podcast that was about health and fitness. And one day they interviewed a woman named Kristen Ulmer about a book she had written called The Art of Fear. The interview was a little rough. Um... But my interest was piqued, mostly because she talked about facing and embracing fear instead of fighting it, and I had never really considered that before. I ordered her book and I read it immediately. It started me on this reading journey of all things that are about facing fears, which led to more exploration into psychology and hormones and the brain and trauma, et cetera, et cetera. Here we are now. <laughs> um, It has taken me down a wonderful path of healing and self-realization, and I'm very grateful for that. (laughs) So let's talk about the book that lit the fuse, The Art of Fear by Kristen Ulmer. So I have to be 100% honest and say that this is not my favorite book on facing fears, but it did get me started, and I just have a definite feeling of gratitude for this book. There's a lot of anecdote, which could be interesting or sometimes a little repetitive. Still, the messages are clear, even if occasionally the writing is not. I would definitely still recommend that you read it. It is a great place to start learning about how to make friends with fear. And anything else is holding you back. This book is broken into four parts. Uh, Part one is called Clarity, and she describes fear and its effects on your life and your decision making and how we are programmed to deny fear instead of facing it and embracing it. Part two is called Dropping the Stick. This part discusses the cage that we're all trapped in and how each bar is representative of its own cage. Uh, The cage of beliefs, revelations, stories, false self. Anything you believe about yourself that has been put on you by someone or something else. Not something that you intrinsically know to be true. Part three is called The Game of Ten Thousand Wisdoms. This goes back to part one and the idea that you are actually a corporation with 10,000 employees, uh, the body, ego, thinking, mind, fear, etc. And this part is about flipping the script and using those things as lessons and learning from them. Um, And then part four is about honoring fear, which is pretty self-explanatory, at least as an idea. It's really just about turning to face your fears and embracing them. Because fear doesn't go away, and it's usually rooted in something else. And if you can just embrace it and work with it and feel it, you can get past it. And I've definitely found that to be true. (laughs) So check out The Art of Fear by Kristen Ulmer and embrace your fears and learn from them. Give them some attention and their needs will fade. Use fear as a stepping stone to your dreams. Peace.